We would like to acknowledge the traditional custodians of the land on which we broadcast loud and queer, the Wurundjeri people of the Kulin Nation, and pay our respects to their elders past and present. We extend that respect to all Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander people and recognise their own history as well as their queer history and community members. The Voice for LGBTQ plus youth and music only on Sin. This is Loud and Queer. Hello everyone, you're listening to Loud and Queer on Sin. I'm Sammy, joined by Marcy, and uh, we're going to be jumping into an interview right now with Five Island Drive, and uh, Frankie Jean uh, joined me to talk about their new single and uh, upcoming projects, and just like how the band is going as well as a, as a fairly new band, and uh, just like her drive as a trans woman in the heavy scene to uh, see more like trans and gender diverse people represented uh, in the scene. So yeah, really great stuff. Thank you so much to Frankie for coming onto the show. It was really lovely to chat to her. And uh, yeah, we'll jump into it. This is Loud and Queer. So your new single, Spite Suicide, has been out for a few weeks now. How have you felt the reception has been? It's been so, so overwhelmingly supportive. Um, you know, this is our second single and we've been, I think, literally a band for about seven weeks <laughs> or something like that. So for us, like, you know, like all of us in the band have, have been in, in bands in the past and we know usually it takes some time to, to build things, but it's been crazy. Our first two singles have been so well supported and loved and um, in a way that we really didn't expect. So it's been really wonderful, uh, really overwhelming in the best way possible. And especially this song, like the, the video I, I did was really personal about my, my sort of story of my, my transition. Um, and the songs themselves, like off this, you know, first run of songs that we're doing are, are really sort of intense lyrically. So uh, to have some real support and some conversations around some of those topics have been like, just so wonderful. Um, everything has been, I'm gonna keep using the word wonderful, but it has really been just wonderful in at every turn. <laughs> yeah, no, it's amazing. I feel like looking at like, the social media comments and stuff from the the new video as well it's all been like really positive stuff which is yeah good to see yeah it really is i mean you know like i i coming sort of you know back because i i had a solo career for a little while and i took a little step away from the heavy scene and then came back and you know i'm going through my transition so naturally in the world we live in today i sort of came into that a little bit like uh nervous um to to see what the the reactions and some of the comments might be but honestly it's been overwhelmingly positive and i i feel constantly just full of full of love and and just it's been really fulfilling <laughs> yeah that's awesome to hear so we played the the song on the show before but for people that may, might have missed it can you tell us a bit about like some of the themes in this new one yeah so this song itself um when i wrote it at the time it was really around the the height of intensity uh during black lives matter so um, I was having a lot of conversations at the time. I, I've got, uh, you know, cousins in the UK who are black as well as like friends here and in the, in the US and having a lot of conversations because I wanted to understand how to be, you know, the best ally that I could be without getting in the way of the conversations. So um, I really wrote that song around the theme of allyship and that song itself uh, uses a lot of, uh, you know, quotes and words and, and metaphors from, uh, you know, something called the White Rose Movement from, uh, like 1940s sort of Germany where there was a bunch of uh, sort of German like little kids like you know students that went around risking their lives to drop flyers to 
you know, show people, you know, to try and push through the propaganda that was going on at the time and, and made themselves these, these allies that made like such huge change, even though, you know, the issue wasn't necessarily affecting them directly. They really put themselves out there and eventually lost their lives for that cause. But it was, was something that really, I think metaphorically, I think really aligns with how I feel about the concept of allyship. You know, it's really important that even if it's something that's not affecting you directly, that sometimes it's even more important to to be an ally and and to to do your best to you know amplify voices and things like that. So that that song is really about the concept of allyship. And then when we went into the video, I'm, I'm not black and I'm not Jewish, so I didn't want to tell the story that you know isn't mine. Uh, and I also didn't want to frame myself as, as some wonderful ally in the video because I think that would be a bit too self-indulgent. So the video, we kind of went one step further into the concept of allyship because of, you know, my transition, one of the things that I really, you know, had to do was become my own best ally. Um, and that was such a really important part. So self-allyship become another theme of of this song as well. So that's kind of the the general, I guess, themes of, of everything. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, it's um, the the themes of like activism, allyship, and then like self-allyship, as you said, I think are all really re- like stuff people want to be hearing right now for sure. Um, yeah, yeah. Um, I, I think like self-allyship especially is, is something that just comes into every space. Like, you know, whether, you know, you're a woman growing up or a girl growing up that, uh, you know, you, you go through sort of things like misogyny and, and, you know, all these different things that like you grow up through and you, you need to be, your own ally because you go through all those periods of self-doubt so you know what i went through with my transition and, and what anyone goes through really with with any situation like becoming your own ally you know is, is such a port, an important part of that story i think so i i wanted to tell that side of it uh, through the video as well yeah and um it's like incorporating those kind of ideas into like specifically heavy wave music um yeah what's that process like yeah um i mean this was not too difficult to, to incorporate into the style of music because i mean the concept of of activism really just in general like standing up and speaking out on what you believe in you know comes with a massive amount of conviction and determination and you know it comes from a place of, of anger and injustice and i think that's something that really like through heavy music is it, like are things that are you know, emotionally told through the music as well. So it was really easy to mild, like to marry those sort of concepts, uh, you know, lyrically with the the sonic sort of side of the the sound itself. So I, I found that really freeing to sort of write lyrics and, and write these kind of stories uh, to heavy music because you've got that basis already that's like filled with like anger and determination and defiant. It was really really nice and really easy and freeing to tap into those things to be able to really get a message out about these things. And Five Island Drive tracks. Uh written recorded produced or in-house which is amazing um <laughs> uh do you feel like that like being in that like home space has an effect on creating the music at all or is it kind of just like the means to make it right now no it's it's something that we want to continue doing forward i mean uh the the band itself started because i was at the time doing a solo career and i just started collaborating with a couple of other people and these songs were the first songs that were born out of that sort of musical partnership and because it was so, uh, you know, easy to create and uh, the quality that we were coming out with was we were really like stoked with and and we all had like the same kind of uh, ideals in, in terms of music that we just kind of naturally, it, it just became a band. Um, and 
that sort of environment that we have, um, like we've invested, you know, like Kim, uh, our guitarist who does all the producing and everything like that as well, uh, has invested like so much money into that studio. The gear that he has in there is, is you know, wild. It's it's such a great space. It's really, uh, you know, we, we, we all create so quickly and so constantly that we're never having to worry about booking in time and then going in and doing this and, and then having days where we space it. We just kind of, you know, one day I'll be, you know, sitting in my room at, at 2 a.m. and I'll record something into my microphone up here and then send it to Kim and he's inevitably probably awake at the same time. And then we add drums in from Brad and it just, it's really easy and freeing to create ourselves because it can just happen naturally when that spark comes. So, you know, of course, down the track, we're always going to want to, you know, bring in other people's creativity and really create sort of more, you know, wacky and wonderful thing. But having that space to do it sort of, um, ourselves at our own kind of rapid pace is probably our favorite part of of creating together um, because we are pretty constant and pretty prolific we've already got a ton of music that's already ready to go so um, it's nice being able to be that prolific without having to worry about yeah booking in time somewhere and yeah yeah awesome yeah going back to the music video as well fantastic very chilling <laughs> as well yeah thank you um yeah can you tell us a bit about like how producing that kind of came together yeah, so um, again, very fortunate that, uh, you know, our guitarist Kim sort of shoots videos for a living. So he's shot things for Polaris and uh, Inhearts Wake and, and North Lane and, you know, huge bands in the scene. He's been doing this for a while now and, you know, has, again, like amazing gear, um, you know, works with so many different people that when it comes to doing our videos, you know, he's already got a team that's there for us and they're a wonderful team that I, I, I love to death. So producing it was, you know, excellent. I mean, I, I say that from my side because I go on to set and I have a lot of fun. I get makeup on and, and you know, I'm I'm enjoying sort of going through the acting and I'm sure Kim is just constantly stressing out to make things like happen. So my experience and Kim's experience is probably very different, same with Brad. But it's, again, like another thing that we uh, have the skill set and and the, the skill set at a, you know, what I think is a really good quality to do ourselves. So once again, we get to tell our story and, and tell, uh, you know, everything ourselves, the way that we want to tell it, because we have that sort of creativity already at our fingertips. So um, yeah, like I, I, I've been in previous bands doing videos is always stressful. Everything runs late. It's always like a, a million things to do, but uh, in this band, because we have such a great team of, of really like, you know, high quality professional people and, you know, people that are, are really, used to doing this every day it's just been uh one of my favorite things to do is just shoot videos and, and produce them ourselves yeah yeah awesome and I'm, i love the um like the focus on the visuals as well like every single so far has had a music video pretty close after it yeah well that that's going to be a, a thing that we continue we have another song coming out uh in probably i don't know what the date is, maybe like four weeks or something and we've already shot the video for that uh we did that just in the past few days so um, and then we have another one that we're about to shoot again. And that's going to be a constant thing because we have the means to do it. Um, you know, because uh, we're all so creative. Um, you know, we all come from the visual. I mean, like, sorry, Kim and Brad come from like the visual creative industry. Um, I'm really massive into like writing and concepts and things like that. So um, it's just something that we naturally love to do because we all have those skill sets. So it's going to be a constant theme going forward. And we, we love nothing more than matching sort of really, really fun visuals and, and really, you know, uh, well, well told stories to, to the songs themselves. Yeah. Fantastic. And you've written in the past as well, like specifically referring to the, the something you said article that came out a little while ago, um, about wanting the, the scene to strive for more like trans and gender diverse representation. Yeah. 
Um, I was wondering if you wanted to speak on that and also like in extension, what kind of space you want Five Island Drive shows to be for like trans and gender diverse fans? Yeah, no, that's that's something that I'm really, really passionate about. Um, it stems from the fact that I've been in the heavy music scene since I was a kid, really. Um, and even my dad like was was a you know guitarist for a, a mildly sort of like did did pretty well and like supported some bands and that was my earliest memories of following him around in the rock music scene so um i've been around that environment for a long time um, and one of the things that i've i've really sort of gone through in my transition in more recent times is you know realizing that the reason why it took so long for me to to start this process and go through it was that i had no concept that this was even a thing so you know i didn't have anyone around me in the the areas that i lived in in more regional areas of australia and i didn't have anyone in the music scene really that I was in um, that really provided me with like a context of like, oh, hey, this is maybe something that, you know, I could look at as, as what's happening with me. So when I discovered, you know, what's been going on and I started this whole process and, and you know, started transitioning, um, one of the biggest things that, that I want to sort of do is be the person that I needed when I was younger. And there is, you know, thankfully there's becoming, you know, more um, sort of awareness and then there are more people in, in many different areas that are gender diverse and um, that's really wonderful and I guess the the heavy world has always been pretty traditionally like male and, and, and straight sort of dominated um, again it's it's growing and progressing um, but the the only way to progress is to to represent um, and to include so for for me um, Five Island Drive shows and just our socials and anywhere that, that we are that we have like an ecosystem I want to feel like the safest space to express yourself because one of the things that I've personally found just in my personal life is as I've been transitioning, uh, the amount of people that have messaged me, people I know, people I don't know to like ask questions and to kind of show me, you know, that they're, they're wearing something sort of, you know, that really represents how they feel. And it might not be, um, you know, something that traditionally is associated with their assigned gender at birth, but they'll be wearing something like wild and vibrant and they're really excited to show me. And I love seeing that like so much. Um, so for me, it's like, I'd love to, to, to go off on stage and look out in a sea of people who are just, you know, dressing the way that they, they want to dress like unapologetically and presenting themselves in ways that they want to present and to feel safe to do so uh, because I know that as much as we've made progress, I have been to shows where I, I don't like fully feel comfortable. Um, and it, there's a lot of people that have felt that. Um, so for me, it's, it's really important that it's a comfortable, safe sort of environment. So um, that's why I'm so passionate about speaking about that. You know, it's, it's, it gives me a lot of anxiety sometimes and a lot of nerves. Like there are a lot of, uh, a lot of trans people that, that don't want to share this side of their story because they of course want to pass and they just want to be the gender that they 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 feel inside and, and that's that's great and there is many days that i get out of bed and that's all i want to do i just want to be you know treated as that and then not sort of talk about it but it's really important for me to, to talk about it and to, to push through those nerves and anxiety because there needs to be more representation there needs to be more education more um, context not just so that people can learn what it's like and, and the, like what the process of of going through this is like um, but just for people that might have some of these thoughts but have no idea what they're feeling and that can maybe provide the context for for what they're feeling I guess yeah yeah I do I associate like um, like a lot of queer and trans artists and like heavier scenes here with more like very underground I guess like un yeah. like illegal rave you know drain gigs and stuff but like yeah. obviously that's not a space everyone's gonna have access to so i think 
yeah, putting yourself out there like that um, in a more like, don't want to say commercial, but, you know, in, in a more forward facing sense, I think is yeah really important. Yeah, for sure. I mean, it's it's great that, you know, we do have like some spaces to go to that might be a bit more, you know, underground or, or se- like separate because, you know, I, I, I you know, there's a, a great sort of um, thing going on called Bones Queer Party, which is like an alternative queer sort of nightclub that's been happening and it's going to keep happening. And it's fantastic, you know, because you go there and you're just surrounded by everyone who's queer and, and weird and wacky and wonderful and like the best way and it's such a positive environment um and you know i'm, I'm so keen to, to be there every single time that happens and on the other side of that too it's it's really important that you know gender diversity and uh you know trans people and, and transitioning is is normalized so you know for me there's one side that like i really want to speak about this and then push this out there as a conversation as much as i can um, but there's a, another part of me as well that just wants to to go out, you know, and, and put this music out and, you know, be recognized as a, you know, female vocalist and a heavy band and, and, you know, people just to appreciate the music for just what the music is rather than even having to, to separate it as well. So there's two kind of things that like are constantly going on there, but ultimately, you know, to get to a point where these things are normalized, you do kind of have to push the conversation as much as possible. Um, and then, you know, you, you get to a point where, it becomes more and more normalized that it you know doesn't become a thing and that's kind of the that's the goal um but you know we have a, a long way to go so you know there's and there's not just me there's, there's wonderful um sort of people around that are helping to push that conversation as well yeah yeah for sure um well do you have any shows coming up or like any new music you can talk about that fans <laughs> can get excited for yeah absolutely so we do have another song coming out on june 17th is uh is going to be another single coming out with a video um, we do have, uh, you know, a bunch of shows actually already lined up. They haven't been announced yet. So when we drop uh, that next song on June 17th, we're going to announce our, you know, kind of first show. Um, and then there's a, another sort of, uh, you know, East Coast sort of tour that we are, you know, a part of, but I can't really say much more because it hasn't been announced yet. So we're at the mercy of when that does get announced. But yeah, there's definitely shows coming off. Um, so for people that, are really enjoying our music and, and what we sort of are all about. Um, you know, there's definitely a chance to come in and see us in person very, very, very soon. And it will be announced very soon. <laughs> yeah. Exciting. Um, so where can people find you online to, to make sure they're there for that announcement? Yep. So all of our socials, we are at five Island drive. Um, so just all, all one word, just five Island drive. Um, that's yeah, Instagram, Facebook, uh, Twitter, TikTok, everywhere, YouTube. Um, so you can find us on all those places. Um, Instagram is probably the, the place that I, I feel like, um, like we're most active. So, um, definitely start there. Um, but we also have a website as well, which is fiveislanddrive.com and you can go and find all the links and everything that we're doing in, in that space too. No worries. Then thank you so much for coming on. Yeah. No, thank you so much. I really appreciate it. <laughs> Thanks so much to Frankie for joining us here on Loud and Queer. And uh, yeah, we're going to be playing Five Island Drive's new single. Here it is. This is Spite Suicide by Five Island Drive. You're listening to Loud and Queer on Sin. This podcast is brought to you by Sin Media.